0: You know, where are you spending your energies, guys? Where are you putting all of your hard-earned currency that I've talked about, this energy? Is it in the best form or use for your life? Is it helping you achieve what you're chasing? What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness, all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. How I went from an overworked and stressed-out cardiologist to a doctor without limits. In this very first episode of the Limitless MD Podcast, you'll learn how a Christmas animal will help you triple your wealth and productivity, and you'll use something called the elf versus half method, and how quitting made me a million dollars. Let's roll. Welcome to the very first episode of the Limitless MD Podcast. My name is Vikram Ryan. I'm excited to take you on this journey with me. This podcast was spun out of the idea that I had not too long ago about taking physicians and other high achievers on a journey so that they can attain a complete life optimization. And I'm not just talking about financial freedom. I'm talking about wealth and abundance, taking back control of your calendar and time, having a bulletproof and resilient mindset, no matter what happens and having ultimate vitality in one day, being able to work from anywhere in the world. See, you're really going to learn the tools strategies, and tactics that the top 1% use. And this podcast is going to be where we share it all and help you unleash all this actionable advice for your life from the very best in the world. So I hope you subscribe and then email us when you use these ideas to 10x your life and your wealth as the year goes on. Now on to this very first episode where I'll be sharing the ELF, versus half method I recently used to get absolute clarity on my life and how quitting, yes, quitting, made me a million dollars. Now, the reason why this is critical, especially if you're a doctor, is because this is going to help you create clarity and cash flow. That's going to help you put more back into your life with less effort in the long run. So now imagine what you could do with a clear vision and what I call a hell yes versus hell no mentality. How powerful would that be? Pretty awesome, right? So I'll set the scene of what sort of prompted such tremendous amount of growth in my life. It really was January 2020. I, as a cardiologist, had sort of transitioned into doing functional medicine. I was running a real estate uh, multifamily investment firm. And, you know, life was good. Um now I had two young boys, uh, Vir and Armand. They were, I think, they were six and eight at the time. My wife Mona was working in the hospital, and you know, we were living a reasonable and happy life. Um, I actually had uh, arranged for us to go on a vacation. We went in January with all my friends to the Disney cruise in the you know the Caribbean Bahamas area, and it was amazing. And I start started seeing signs of. Uh, When we're checking in to the crews are like, you know, can we check your temperature? Can we um, see what, uh, if you're about your medical history, I was like, oh, this is unusual. What's going on here? And they're like, oh, you know, there's just new strain of virus going around. We just want to make sure everything's good. Little did I know three months later when COVID-19, remember we used to call it COVID-19, right? When that just really blew up and it, it essentially, changed the fabric of the world in literally an instant. And how did that change myself? Um it you know, I had a physical clinic that I was going in 4 days a week. I was seeing patients. I it was a boutique sort of functional medicine clinic, integrative medicine clinic where I was helping reverse disease, reverse diabetes, hypertension, cholesterol. And all that kind of stuff. I was taking people out of like hormonal imbalance and detox and you know weight optimization and things. And it was it was amazing. It was what I always wanted to do. I had transitioned out of traditional cardiology to do this. And they told me I physically couldn't go into my clinic, so that was sort of stressful. I had you know eventually built up a team by then. You know I had so I had employees in payroll, and while that was going on. A friend of mine, uh, Peter Kim, uh, asked me to be on one of his uh, podcast series. And I think he had like an online summit. And this summit was seen by about 10,000 physicians all over the country. And it was highlighting, you know, what people are doing now in the midst of all this crisis and also, you know, interesting things that doctors are doing outside of medicine. And uh, he obviously thought I would, I'd be a good candidate for this. So I started sharing my story of, you know, my transition over the years from, just being, and I'm saying just because a lot of people's dreams, and it was mine as well, to be a cardiologist, right? To be a medical professional, not only just a generalist, but then going on to go become a specialist. And how I transitioned from that to having other streams of income, to having freedom of time, to doing all these other things. And so the podcast went off really well. And I started receiving some you know, inquiries. People were interested in maybe potentially working with me and Again, this is the last thing I needed when I was dealing with a sort of a crisis in the sense that my clinic was not, you know, was sort of frozen. And then on top of that, real estate, I didn't know what was going to happen with that. You know, I had, you know, we were starting to purchase more and more deals and our team was just starting to grow. We were at a team about four at the time. And really, I was at a critical juncture, right? So I have more opportunities, but I have a tremendous amount of challenges and something that is unprecedented that never happened to me. And so uh, what do you do at the time, right? What do you do? And I looked at my options, at least for the clinic. I was like, I can give up everything, go back to cardiology. I can just struggle through the clinic. You know, I was taking the, the PPP loans and, you know, getting some assistance uh, through the government. They have things. Or the third option was becoming resourceful, right? And, you know, it's really where you, you deep downside, figure out what do you want? you know, and there's, there's a, there's a quote or, or sort of a theme that I've always said to myself in times of great crisis and struggle, it's the resourcefulness that's going to get you through. So I I went into my resourcefulness phase and I was like, what do I really want? And initially I thought I wanted to be a cardiologist right above anything else. But then I was like, what I really want. And then I was like, no, I want to practice medicine the way I want. And then I go, what do I really want? No, I want to be financially independent. And so I had all these themes sort of circulating in my head and sort of permeating and bubbling in. So then I reached out to my sort of my coaches and mentors. And that's where, this is where, you know, the investment in coaching and mentoring and getting advice from people who already are doing what you want to do who've had a tremendous amount of world experience who are surrounded by a players and high performers and who've you know learned these life skills that are not taught in medical school. They're not taught in business school. They're not taught by your parents. Right. And those are the top three places where you would learn you think. And so I reached out to these guys and two of them in particular, a guy named Satya Patel and a guy named Trevor McGregor. And so we sort of discussed all these things and, what we've realized was what is it that I'm, I'm chasing? What am I going after? And, and I realized I was going after freedom and sort of this concept of sort of the the five freedoms sort of came into being for me. And, uh, and I'll, I'll share with you what they are, but I realized I was not only chasing financial freedom as we all are. And especially that's something we, we think about, you know, early in our career, but i wanted more right what's the point of having a tremendous amount of money or wealth or cash flow or net worth if you don't have free time to actually utilize that so then i realized i was actually chasing a second freedom and that's called time freedom but then i'm like you know i'm the epitome of you know a person who really focuses on their health and wellness and you know at that time i started getting into biohacking and human optimization i had with this aura ring i was um, you know getting trained by a trainer, uh, I was doing Muay Thai kickboxing. I was trying to emphasize flexibility, you know, high intensity interval training and strength training, right? And I wanted the vitality. Why? Why would you want vitality? Why would you want wellness and health? It's because you need that to create the most important currency in your life. And I'm not talking about dollar bills, but energy, units of energy are the greatest currency you can have in your life. If you have the energy, literally you can do, you can utilize that and trade it in for pretty much any object, goal, dream, desire, mission, objective in life. And so I wanted to generate a tremendous amount of energy. I'm in my mid forties, right? It's not like, you know, you wake up and you're just, you know, springy and you're ready to jump out and do whatever you want. No, you got to cultivate this. You got to create this kind of, um, uh, uh, source of, of, of inspiration and power and energy in your body. So that was my goal. So vitality, freedom, right? Financial freedom, time freedom. Those are the big three. I'm like, but is there more? You know, what else can I uh, go after? And then I, I thought about the concept, you know, I read the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss, one of my, you know, sort of virtual mentors. And I, I always loved the capacity to be able to travel anywhere, and even consider working from anywhere. And, and now more than ever, right? Uh, that phrase gets thrown out quite often in the COVID era. But COVID has not only provided some curses, but has provided some blessings. And one of the things is detaching uh, productivity and work from a physical location. And so, you know, on top of all the other things I'm going to teach you on this podcast, you know, we're in an environment where geographic independence and freedom and location freedom is really possible. And so I thought, how cool would it be to get that? And then finally, it's, you know, how do you deal with crisis struggle? How do you deal with when things go wrong in your life? And, you know, I don't think this has ever been done on a podcast, but I'm going to just do it right now. I'm feeling, you know, I want to feel very authentic with you guys. And I just want to share with you. All the things that, you know, I think about when I make my decisions, but the things that I can think about that will go wrong in a successful professional physician's life when they hit their thirties and forties and maybe early fifties is this, something can happen to their children, death or illness, right? Next, something can happen to their parents, you know, usually financial crisis, uh, illness or a passing of a, of a loved one or a parent, right? then it's, you know, you can personally get sued. You can potentially have a financial disruption and, and then divorce, right? Relationship struggles and, or your own personal health challenges. Right. And then, then those are the major things and sort of the moderate to minor. And I'm saying moderate to minor in respect to what I just said, but the uh, ability to not be burnt out, right. The uh, the concern of not being fulfilled in life right you're making six figure income, but you're not enjoying your life. you feel like you have to struggle through it you're not looking forward to mondays right that's a typical indicator of things may need to change in your life you're you know you live for the weekends only um, you know you find purpose outside of your work so all of that I, I think comes under the the category of mindset, and the goal is to have complete mindset freedom I have a bulletproof and resilient mindset so these were the five freedoms i realized that i was chasing and that's not what I was initially you know created on my vision boards that's not what I initially what I had so I was like how do I make that true and i realized sometimes you have to let go of your dreams to achieve your destiny and what do I mean by that well my initial dream was to become a cardiologist i initially so then i transitioned that into you know, creating this amazing functional clinic that I was really pleased with. I I was very proud of my patient's progress and it fulfilled me as a doctor. Then I wanted financial freedom and then enter real estate, which I love. I I enjoy real estate. It's interesting. It's fun. It, it, you know, it provides, you know, what I call the six human needs, right? It provides certainty. It allows me to, you know, have a certain income and a certain, you know, uh, place in life. It's uncertain or it provides variety, right? I there's what part of the country am I investing? in? what what deals am I looking at? You know, um, you know what, what's going on with my tenants? What's going on with my investors? Number three, it provides you know love and connection. I'm connecting with my team. I'm connecting with my tenants. I'm connecting with my the investors or the brokers. It provides you know significance. Uh, I feel proud that I'm running this company, and I feel like I'm making a difference, and we're improving communities that we work in. And then the last two needs that it meets are you know growth and contribution. am I growing? Yes, I'm growing the company I'm growing as myself. I'm growing in marketing, I'm growing in my skills as a leader. I'm growing in my management strategies um and in how to grow, scale and grow a company right and then finally, you know contribution. I feel like you know i'm with the money I make from the real estate, I'm donating all over the world to charities and and I feel like I'm providing a, a great life for my family. I'm contributing to their, their well-being. And so, you know, as a rule of thumb, these are the six human needs. And I was trying to talk about it on a later episode, but it just came out here. So literally, if uh, if an activity or a goal or a vision or, or a mission meets at least three of the needs, you're going to be sort of addicted to it. Now, in this case, it meets all six of my needs. So you know, it totally vibes with what what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to be. So with that said, going back to the theme of sometimes letting go of your dreams to find your destiny. And this is what this instance, but I was at another critical juncture in my life, another turning point. So COVID has hit and now I'm thinking, what do I do? Right? my Initially, my goal was to keep the real estate on the side, just really blow up this clinic. My goal is to have 30 clinics all over the world. And, you know, this clinic was really doing quite well. And not just the returns, but more the, um, the impact I was having was just amazing. And I, I really enjoyed it. But once I viewed everything in the lens of those five freedoms, you know, one of my the coaches uh, asked me, hey, what's the golden thread that's going through it all? What are you trying to do, you know, with all the things you're trying to do? And I realized that I was just trying to uplevel everything I touch, right? I'm up-leveling my patients. I'm trying to uplevel the real estate the investors, the brokers. I'm trying to... And then now with the optionality of maybe helping physicians all over the country, maybe I can start up-leveling them. And I was like, wow. So it's sort of trying to become like, not a super coach per se, but it's just like a person who can help in multiple fields, right? I wanted to become well-known and help people in health, wealth and mindset. And so if that's the case, and I'm trying to chase all these freedoms, one of the things was, you know, location freedom or geographic freedom. So being physically stuck in a clinic is not conducive to all what I was trying to do. So I made a tough decision. I actually ended up shutting my physical clinic down and it was a big deal, right? I had never imagined I would ever do that. But the moment I did that, I felt such a relief. And the second uh, piece of knowledge I want to share with you is this, you know, Christmas animal, elf versus half. And that's spelled E L F versus half, H A L F, right? What does that stand for? And this is, uh, you know, I want to, you know, uh, reference where a lot of this uh, was taught to me by. This is from Joe Polish. And he said, elf is essentially easy, lucrative, and fun. I'll say it again easy, lucrative, and fun. And then half is hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating right? So even though I felt I was doing well with the clinic and I was enjoying myself, it was not easy, lucrative, and fun. I was really working hard on it. I was really marketing. I was putting my energies out there. And you know, it didn't come easy, but I was making progress. And I realized it was more half hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. So I was like, hmm, that's something to think about. While the real estate, man, it just came just like, I didn't even have to think about it. Boom. It created wealth. It created energy, it created uh, progress, it created momentum. And we're like, without me literally like working on it, the company was growing. So I was like, this is amazing. So that's when you have to ask yourself, where should I sort of concentrate my energies? And so I shifted my energies to the real estate. And literally when I did that, Viking Capital went from, I don't know, uh, sort of a regional multifamily investment firm to becoming uh, real estate private equity firm with $600 million of assets You know, acquired. You know, I think we've done 24 transactions total. Our team grew from four to 14. right? During the middle of COVID, we bought almost $250 million of real estate in the last 18 months. And it's just been a tremendous amount of growth. And I'm not saying, obviously, to try to impress you, but impress upon you the thought that You know, where are you spending your energies, guys? Where are you putting all of your hard-earned currency that I've talked about, this energy? Is it in the best form or use for your life? Is it helping you achieve what you're chasing? And should you consider readjusting and think about it? Now, you may be wondering what happened next. Well, once that blew up, it just gave me so much free time. It gave me mental clarity and peace, and it gave me confidence, and I ended up doing something else. I created a second, I mean, I'm sorry, a third company, because I had Vitology and Viking at the time. So I created Limitless MD. And with Limitless MD, man, that was another elf. It was easy, lucrative, and fun. I really enjoyed it. I was feeling I was doing my passions. My coaching clients really uh, got a ton out of what I was, I was hel- helping share. Uh, I was helping up-level their lives and adding tremendous amount of value and, and I enjoyed it. It was fun and it didn't take so much energy or time and it came naturally. So now these two companies were like thriving. I was like, what about vitology, right? How do I get that back to where I want to go? I'm like, you know what? Cardiologists are crowded sandbox and I enjoyed it and I did it and I was, was good at it. And I, you know, I would say, you know, I had attained some level of mastery of it. And so I moved to functional medicine and I did the same thing there. I really enjoyed it. I helped patients. I created a framework and it was amazing, but it wasn't giving the same joy that I initially thought it would. So I was like, you know, what is it that be, would be unique for me, authentic in my pursuit of it? And it would be converting my functional medicine clinic to what I call biohacking, human optimization and longevity. I'm like, that's what I'm really geeked up about. That's exciting to me that's what I'm really chasing for myself. Right. I want to live to like 150 years of age. I want to learn about all these cool gadgets and technology. I want to, you know, so uh, like one of the, my goals was to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. And so I didn't do it last year. I have it on my calendar for this year. So September, 2022, I'm putting it out there to the world. You know, me and a couple of guys, we're going to climb this thing. Right. I've done Pike's peak. I've done a couple of tough motors and Spartans. I've, you know, I've, I've hit a lot of personal records on my weightlifting and training. Uh, I've run a 10 miler before. So it's like converting my body, my physique, my energies into whatever the optimal version of that is for me. Why? I want to be a role model for my kids. Why? I want to see if I can do it. And why? Because I think it's a worthy pursuit. And so I'm like, if I'm thinking like this, I'm probably surrounded by professionals and doctors and lawyers and you know entrepreneurs and business folks who you know they go to the regular doctor and you know they get some just general checkup but it doesn't really tell them anything about what what's possible for them right what's how do they optimize and maximize and so that's what i'm chasing i'm like i'm sure other people would want to chase that too and so i've shifted vitology now into this new incarnation and that's okay you know By adapting, you know, you're recognizing what you're what you're passionate about. So now I have three passion businesses that I'm pursuing. I don't feel like I'm working at all, and I've used the three rubrics that I've told you to evaluate all decisions. And there's the last one I have to teach with you. So the five freedoms, elf versus half, and then now, see what happens in the first part of your life is you don't have enough opportunities. So say you say yes to everything. At some point it flips there's a tipping point in life and so the second half of your life what you're really doing is you need to learn to say no to almost everything and say yes to those just mighty few opportunities that literally are going to get you to where you want to go right that's your 80 20 and for those of you who don't know that 80 20 it's the pareto principle right An italian economist and sort of um, science observer in you know in the sort of the renaissance time observed that of all all the inputs in there, only 20% of the inputs get you 80% of your results, right? So 20% of the um, doctors make 80% of the money, you know, things like that. So if you say yes to everything, you literally are whittling away your energy and your decisions and your power, and it's being diffused, and you're not going to get the progress you want. As you guys know, progress equals happiness. So with that said, I came up with this hell yes versus hell no mentality. So if things are a hell yes, then I do it. If things are a maybe, or I'm not sure, you know, then that immediately becomes a no or even a hell no. So obligations, uh, commitments that are, I'm not really that excited about, or, you know, hang out with people or go to certain places or parties or, you know, just things just to maintain appearances, I'm the life is too damn short, so there's no need for that. So, again, if it's not a hell yes, make it a no. So, the three Rubik's five freedoms, elf versus half, hell yes versus no. And so, now, guys, um, you know, I'm at this stage where I love my life, I, I really do, and I want to bring on sort of the best guests, the best strategists, the best people in the world to share with you how you guys can achieve these five freedoms. And I don't care what happens in the future, whether it's COVID, whether it's the next virus, whether it's economic correction, whether you get released, uh, you know, Medicare cuts, you know, you get named in a lawsuit, I don't care what. I want you to have just a resilient, bulletproof mindset that, boom, you can handle it and thrive in it and look for the opportunity in it, right? The Chinese word for crisis is actually, if you translate it out, the second half means opportunity. Look for the opportunities in these tumultuous times. So there you have it. Now I want to recap so you have a really good idea of what to do next. Try the ELF versus HALF method and the HELL NO versus HELL YES protocol for seven days. Guys, I want you to try this strategy. You can use it for your work or personal life as well. And let me know how it goes. Who knows, if you have great results, you might even ask you to come along on the show and share what you're doing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit vikramraya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.